0: Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Shoe the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. This is Admiral Akbar here to tell you that it's time to do the show. By I mean Shoe the Doe with Aaron and Anay. They're streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon Central, or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Your ears can't repel humor of
0: this magnitude, so it's time for the show to begin. Let's listen in. Live
1: from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and
0: Denae!
1: I like the character voices. I do, too. I like when people do that. Uh, if you'd like to do an intro for Shoe the Dough, feel free. Uh, you can go to our website, and we've got the text there. That's Aaron and we'd love to hear your intro for the show. Uh, hey, Danae. Hey, Aaron. You ready to uh, do this thing?
2: I'm ready to do chicken, this Chicken, chicken wing.
1: So uh, we're going to do a Would You Rather episode today, um, which very simply is when we ask Would You Rather questions to each other, but then we have to agree on our answer. That's the Shoe the Dough version yeah that's a little twist we're not allowed to move on till we agree um but before we get to that and even before we get to peruse the news how you doing how's life
2: life is good how about you
1: (laughs) good you watching any of the olympics
2: no how how is it that you're not
1: an olympic is it because it's a sport like is it just because it's a sports thing and you just don't dig the sports i would think there's so much about the olympics that would appeal to you like what like the the international aspect of it, like all the different cultures and countries. Like, you, you know, you seem like you're a very, like, internationally-minded person. You know, you like to think of humanity as bigger than just ourselves. And so, you know, that stuff. The emotion of it. Wait a second. Emotion. No, that's not you. You're not. You know, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I just caught myself.
0: So
2: that's what you like about it.
1: No, but I've seen you, like, you dig, like, stories that you find, you know, find on Reddit or Imgur or whatever about, like, you know, kind of heart. You know, string stories, and there's a lot of that stuff at the Olympics. You sure,
2: know? sure, but it's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of information. It's like I've I'm it's sports, 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 sports culture in uh-huh. the, here in the U.S. And then uh, and then it's just like more sports because it's Olympics. If if it was no sports and then Olympics, I think I'd be more interested. But right. it's like nonstop all the time commentators i don't like i don't know
1: it's interesting because i kind of feel the same way usually and then i will tune in for a couple seconds and i'm just hooked
2: but i I feel like i'm i feel like i'm the minority for sure i feel like most people really enjoy the olympics and i don't i'm not saying i don't enjoy it it's just i'm not watching
1: one thing that's interesting is i watch the olympics i feel like maybe you watch other sports because there are so many sports in the olympics that i have no clue how they work like i'll tune into handball and I'll be like, what crazy world is this? Like, what are they doing? Because it's like got parts of basketball, parts of soccer part. I mean, it's just it's almost but like you like soccer figuring with...
2: out puzzles. though. Yeah. Too, so that's kind of fun for you.
1: So it's not fun for you. It's like you don't want to know. Like, you don't want to figure it out.
2: I have other things happening in my life that take a priority over <laughs> turning on the television and watching Olympics. I think that's it, and and then there's other things I end up watching just because that's like my normal routine or mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, I yeah, just yeah. I literally don't even think about turning on the Olympics. If I feel like if I turned it on, I probably would ignore it. So I might as well just not turn it on.
1: Yeah, but I don't no, know. No, I think I think you're you're better off because I've been staying up way too late because uh, they they go like the primetime coverage goes till midnight Eastern every you know day. Are you
2: staying up until? So midnight? I stay up
1: till eleven. Well, eleven because it's you know we're on Central Time. So yeah, I'm up. I've been up till eleven every night since they started on Sunday, and it's just like that's so off my usual. That's like,
2: interesting bedtime. though. Bedtime
1: it hooks me. I can't tear my eyes away. I'm like, this is. I don't know. There's something really interesting about the emotion I get about like my country. Like I'm like you know rooting for these U.S. athletes. Like I don't know. It's in the storylines that they give. I'm like buying into them and. You know about the, you know, the Russians who are, you know, using performance enhancing drugs. And so, you know, everybody's booing them when they're coming up. And it's just like, wow, what an interesting, I don't know, I just buy into it all. Yeah, I feel a little weak minded. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they have got my number.
2: I don't know. Maybe they do. Obviously, you're watching until eleven o'clock. When normally you go to bed at like two o'clock in the afternoon.
1: At least you said maybe they've got your number instead of maybe you are weak minded. I appreciate I you making say that, the distinction. But
2: I decided not to. <sighs> all
1: right, you ready to chew a dough?
2: I'm ready to chew a dough.
1: All right. First, we must
2: from the corners of the earth, where all the
1: Olympians come from. <laughs> There are many things going on
2: that we must look at, and so we, peruse the news? Peruse the news.
1: That was, that was close.
2: I'm lacking energy.
1: What can we do? What can we do to give you some energy, today? Well. Do you want me to throw some like uh, throw some water on you?
2: Oh, that's going to create conflict.
1: <laughs> that's probably true. All right, what's your first Peruse the News?
2: My first Peruse the News today is from Mental Floss website, okay. a scientist at the University of Maryland. Say that they've discovered a new type of fire. It's a fire whirl. W h i r l whirl.
1: Okay. That a could, new type of a fire, fire whirl. Okay.
2: So it's a way that fire, uh, acts in its environment, and it, t- it looks like a spinning top, like a blue. So it's like a fire tornado. No, it's like wider, like oh. like, like almost like a like an old spinning top. Like okay, the, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, the sure. Old Tin tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh. The blue whirl is what they're calling it. Um, it interacts with other types of fire really interestingly, too. It's all how it's like burning itself away. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's a this is so it's so cool to watch. I'll I'll link it somewhere. Where should I link it? I'm not sure. Um,
1: well, you can put it in the live chat and start there.
2: There's a um, there's like a lighter w- a yellow kind of fire that dances through it okay but then there's also just the blue fire by itself and here sounds
1: gorgeous it's
2: really really gorgeous i was really um mesmerized by it but here's what's interesting is the way that it interacts with what it was on top of they wanted to put it onto water okay because this is going to change how they handle oil spills.
1: is it a type of fire that will like spin around the water and burn off the oil yes that's amazing. I know. <laughs> That's like magic.
2: I you know. You do realize we've
1: invented magic. That's amazing. <laughs> if if they can only make it so it's produced by somebody like waving their arms around. Right. You know, and just like, whew, and then it goes and clears off the oil. That's, that is unbelievable.
2: Their suspicion was that the fire world. Wizards would be are better real. At burning oil spilled on the ocean surface than traditional. And they, uh, the, their findings backed him up. The fire worlds burn hotter when sucking up fuel away from a surface. So if they can find a way to produce the Blue Whirl on a larger scale, it will clean up spills more effectively and efficiently while leaving behind less airborne pollutants. Wow. What's even more promising is that the Blue Whirls burn without the chaotic turbulence of yellow flame tornado, at least in the lab. So in other words, the yellow tornado that you're used to seeing when you said fire tornado, it's so chaotic this blue whirl is just like a it kind it's of sits on top. Yeah, it's like it's absolutely fascinating and, and super, super beautiful. So we wow. link it. So that Well was- when you first
1: started talking about it, I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's probably a beautiful oh, we're looking at a video now. That is really gorgeous.
2: Isn't it's it? It's like pretty? a
1: halo. It's like a little blue halo that spins around. It really is magic. And that's that's kind of what took me from, oh, that's cool to um, we live in a new a new world now.
2: I know. It's kind of this neat thing. So now, again, like I said, they've just got to figure out how do they reproduce oh, this type of fire on a larger scale. So. Wizards.
1: I mean, <laughs> we, are, we are now wizards.
2: We need wizards. <laughs> Get us the wizards. What's yours? Uh,
1: my first peruse the news, and I promise it'll be the last thing we say about the Olympics, but I had to mention hashtag Phelps face. Uh, this has been one of my thing, favorite things about watching the Olympics that we didn't talk about was just watching the stuff around the actual events. Um, like for instance the families of the gymnasts specifically uh, the Reismans or Racemans watching their daughter do the gymnastics parents. oh my goodness it's like they are doing just as much stretching and moving around as she is it's like they must feel like they're in it with her you know what i mean Well, like, they are like they are just like in it's that magic. but they're
2: not literally different in it kind with of magic. her <laughs> it's
1: parental magic so I love that kind of stuff and then of course last night uh Phelps' face took over the internet a little bit because Michael Phelps before his race just looked like he was angry like and it was just that he was in the zone and like nothing around him was you know going to interfere but man the face he made was intense and they stayed on him for just 5 minutes just like everybody was in awe of just like
2: his game face <laughs> Yeah,
1: his game face So I thought that was pretty incredible, which is
2: interesting because I guess it's I guess it's more interesting because we don't see these athletes all mm -hmm. the time. Right. But it's like they don't do that for boxers or whatever. You know, people who are getting ready to go into a fight. They look super serious, too. Yeah, but a boxer is usually about that. Yeah,
1: but a boxer. See, here's the thing. Here's the difference. I'll tell you the difference. The boxer and other athletes, even when they have their game face on, they're moving around. They're getting limber. They're stretching. They're doing some, you know, phantom punches or whatever. He was just sitting there, like, boring a hole through the wall with his eyes. Like Was it he was, looking
2: at a wall, or was he looking at a person? No,
1: he was just looking. There was a person, his, like, biggest competitor uh-huh. was, like, trying to distract him, <gasps> was, like, you know, staring at him. And even when they got out to the pool, like, he just kept staring at him. Trying and, to psych him out? Yeah, trying to psych him out. And so I think that's where maybe Did started. Did he win? Did he win? He won. Well, <laughs> it was the semifinal. So the final is tonight, I think. Oh. Um, but they both so made the final. still
2: not sure about the power of the stare at this <laughs> that's, point.
1: That's right. But it was, I don't know. It was just, I found it really fascinating and, and interesting. And listen, you can't, I mean, Michael Phelps is the greatest Olympian of all time. It's not even like an argument that can be made. He literally, by every measure, is the the greatest Olympian that we've ever seen. Not just in America, but any country. He has, what, 23 medals? 23 Olympic medals over the course of the four Olympics, or is it five that he's gone to? Nobody's ever done anything close to that. He has 19 gold medals. Like, the next highest gold medal count is like nine. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous, you know, kind of what he's done. So I'm, I'm really in awe of him. Really in awe of just kind of, I, like, God created him as Aquaman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he created him to swim. And it's, I don't know, It's I find it really impressive. That's the other part of the Olympics that I, I really enjoy. Just kind of the marvels of humanity, you know? What else you got?
2: Uh, my next one is a new Lucille Ball statue replaces the scary one in her hometown. This is getting a lot of press. and You might already know about this, but um, in I think it's Celeron, New York, right? C-E-L-O-R-O-N? I'm not sure. Celeron. Anyway, that's where she's from. And there's this bronze sculpture of Lucille Ball at the Memorial Park, and... <laughs> It has drawn a lot of attention because it was horrible. <laughs> it looks like nothing like her. It is worse than unflattering. I remember No,
1: I remember that. It was like demon Lucille Ball or something. It was just...
2: If you were to show me the, the, the statue, I would have no clue what it was about. She's holding some medicine in her hand and a spoon, but that doesn't give me an indication. <laughs> it's like a scary doctor maybe. But anyway, so uh, the person... Scary
1: doctor. <laughs> the
2: person who created it, his name is Dave Poole, and he actually apologized for... Oh, he's been very For sick. how bad it was? Yes. And he offered to do another one, and the city was like, no, we're going to get somebody else to do one. And it was <laughs> just uh, three years later. So now it's been three years. There's another artist. Her name is Carolyn Palmer, and she's been working on the statue. It was unveiled, and everyone loves it. It looks yeah, just Yeah, looks like, so nice. Just like our beloved Lucille Ball... Um, but the interesting thing is that the scary one isn't being taken down because it is getting a lot of attention because people want to come see scary Lucy. So I thought that was kind of fun.
1: A couple things I thought of during that. Uh, number one, um, they did not give this sculptor a chance at redemption. I find that interesting. Like he asked for a chance at redemption. He was like, okay, I can do better. And they're like, no, no, no. You blew your chance. And I think it's a reminder that as much as we love redemption stories, you don't always get a second chance. Like, if you blow your shot, you know, you never know that you're going to get a second chance. The other thing I'd like to go back to is the world in which a town would make a scary doctor statue to put up in their town square. <laughs> like, if that was the intent.
2: What? like... I think what settles with me on this is I feel super bad for the original sculptor mm-hmm. because he's gotten so much, and he's been apologizing this for so long. Yeah. He said it's by far his most unsettling work, and yeah. the word unsettling is totally appropriate. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But don't you
1: feel like he's okay? Like, I mean...
2: I hope he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's okay.
1: I mean, no, none of us like to be known for our mistakes, I guess, or yeah. the things that we don't do well, but...
2: But then, obviously, they his his bad sculpture is still giving them
1: i know there's some tourists. purpose being fulfilled people are going literally it's like the, going you there just the, to see it do you remember the um the, was it the was it a painting of jesus or mary or something that somebody
2: like the old the, the nun
1: yeah the nun that she she tried to fix it r-
2: yes <laughs> that happened like what 5 years ago or something yes. oh it was so bad the fresco painting yeah Like, this classic old painting, and she was like,
1: I can freshen this up. I'll just throw another coat on here.
2: Oh, my gosh. That was one of the funniest, most horrible things ever. (laughs) Oh,
1: that's amazing. Well, if your town ever needs a scary doctor statue, you know who to call. See, that's that's his next business model. You know, it's going into making scary statues. Uh, My next one uh, that I saw in the news was the thing going on with Delta. Two days in a row, all Delta flights canceled and then even more this morning delayed as well and canceled as well so and why is
2: this interesting to you
1: this is interesting why to would me. you
2: pick this one
1: there's a couple reasons uh i have my mom works for delta so it caught my eye for that reason and i wondered like how crazy her life was which turns out not that crazy because she hasn't been to work in like four days she's on vacation right now um but the other thing about this that's really interesting to me is you think of these flights and the only way these people you know can get to places and all of a sudden they are all canceled and like the crazy headache with that. And then you go to the cause of it. Do you know what caused it? A cat. No.
2: Okay. I'll keep guessing.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. A balloon. (laughs) Possibly. The point is the electricity went out. That was it. The electricity went out in their Atlanta hub. Rats. And there could have been rats in their backup, you know, generator thing or whatever, for some reason failed. And so they lost a whole bunch of information and it's just a reminder to me that living in a digital world is very convenient for a lot of reasons, but it is super scary. Like, you know, you think of Mr. Robot, you know, dealing with, you know, uh, taking down the entirety of, you know, the banking system or whatever because they just erased the digital records. And you just think how much stuff could be gone in an instant because we have gone to all digital and we don't do paper anymore.
2: Just ask the people who are still waiting for their flight. They'll exactly.
1: tell you. People sleeping on the floor in the airport. Ugh. So it was a reminder to me of, you know, how scary that whole concept is. And, and then also just I can't imagine being Delta. $10 million they've already lost by refunding people money for their flights and different things like that. It's just crazy.
2: I guess the CEOs aren't going to go on vacation this year.
1: <laughs> well, if they do, they won't be flying Delta. <laughs> what else you got?
2: My last one is uh, from Huffington Post. I thought that was really, this was really interesting Archaeologists unearth magic spells and ancient skeletons in Serbia.
1: Was one of them blue fire?
2: No. Well, that's what was funny. Is I that where it earlier. came from? So they're trying to decipher these um, magic spells that have been etched into these tiny rolls of gold and silver that they found alongside skeletons of uh, from 2,000 years ago. Um, the alphabet has been written in Greek. They know that much. Uh, But the rest of it's kind of a mystery. Uh, These skeletons were found in a massive coal-fired power station at the foot of a massive coal power station because they're going to be redoing their plants. Of course, they have to call in people Mm -hmm. and they go in. They're excavating and all this stuff. So while they're excavating, um, they found two amulets made of lead. And when they were opened... Each had a roll of precious metal in it, silver and gold, covered covered in symbols and writing, believed to be inscriptions of magic spells, taken to the grave to invoke divine powers to perform good or evil. And here's the quote that I loved. We read the names of a few demons that are connected to the territory of modern day Syria. (laughs) What are you guys doing?
1: What are you doing? Why are you reading? Haven't you seen horror movies? (laughs) You never read stuff. (laughs) <laughs> Don't read the inscriptions out loud. This will be the beginning of the end.
2: Uh, I have several friends who. Well, I actually have one friend who is an archaeologist, and she would just absolutely love this. Probably already knows about it, but there's just so much interesting history about why people would have you know buried mm-hmm. themselves with these you know items, these charms.
1: Yeah, what were they hoping? Kind of what the magic would be,
2: and mm-hmm.
1: that kind of stuff. Yeah. Finding
2: their loved ones, maybe you know all the different possibilities. So I thought that was very fascinating.
1: Yeah. Are Archaeologist is a job I can see myself getting into. Like, I...
2: I find that to be very surprising.
1: I just got to look.
2: I did did not expect that at all. Why would you say that?
1: Because it's very interesting to me.
2: Like, are you talking about the version... Of archaeology by movies? Are you talking about? Uh, archae- yeah, oh, Indiana okay.
1: Jones. Hello, but
2: he's more <laughs> of a treasure hunter. Just an archaeologist, He
1: teaches archaeology. I, I just
2: did that at too. university. I just did that just to get you to. Ru- I was a joke.
1: No, I mean in the real world. I really do mean in in the real world. There's there's something fascinating about. You know what it is? I am curious about the world around me. Like I wanna I wanna know information. I'm an information. Um have an appetite for information yeah yeah really honestly and there's something about archaeology about finding information finding clues to history and things that you know nobody else would you know have a window into that's that's really interesting to but you
2: have to be outside Aaron (laughs) no I don't yeah you do
1: I'll sit in and watch the monitor
2: nope there's no monitor (laughs) that's not realistic
1: I saw Jurassic Park they had a monitor
2: in fact my archaeologist friend her name is Jen Jen Uh um she posted something, you know, how it's like what I, what people think I do, what my mom thinks I do, right, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. community thinks, what police think yeah, I do, whatever, those. what you really do. For archaeology, it was, you know, a lot of that. And then what you really do is you're just out in the sun, carefully excavating tiny bits of land where you uh-huh. may or may not find anything.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm you out. You would get
2: a phone call I'm out. <laughs> from any company that had to do any kind of uh, dig or uh-huh. anything. So you have to go out there and document everything you find, and you have to be the ones to go Can't out. Can't my do minions it. do that? Like, you don't have minions as an archaeologist. I
1: think I do. I no. think when I'm an archaeologist, <laughs> no, I think yeah. I'll have minions. You do
2: not have a minion horde, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, my final uh, peruse the news. Facebook is taking another stab at reducing the amount of clickbait in your news feed. This popped up a couple days ago. Facebook putting in some algorithms to figure out when they're doing that you'll never believe what she says two minutes into this video or that kind of clickbaity kind of stuff. And I wanted to talk about this first of all because I think it's really, really interesting that they're battling kind of a new form of internet marketing because that's basically what it is. It's just a a, a way to get people to click on links, that kind of thing. Uh, And the other reason is I think I disagree with most people on this. I think Facebook's in the wrong on this. I don't think they should be trying to get rid of clickbait. I think the consumer's responsibility is to get smarter about that kind of stuff. I don't know, there's something freedom of speech-wise that that just kind of gets at me underneath the surface of that. Do you know
2: what I'm saying? I hate Facebook. <laughs> I'm so over them. I don't even know how to talk about Facebook anymore. I'm so disappointed in them for so many, so many, wow. so many reasons. I think
1: we touched on something really deep here.
2: I have my Facebook opened right now, and uh-huh. as soon as you said, Facebook's doing something new, I want to go type, how many people are done? Who's with me? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And lead a little mini one person revolt because <laughs> nobody leaves. Facebook. Listen, we tried
1: to get ever. We tried to get everybody over to Google Plus. It that didn't was, work. That was
2: five years. ago, I know ago, it though. didn't work. Do you think we could try again? I wish we could. I wish we could do just one place. Like you can find Danae only on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say that. Just just own that one place. That way, I don't have to. It's
1: interesting. It's interesting.
2: Facebook is. It tries to be so many different things for so many different people. Mm-hmm. A couple things that they've done that I actually do like is they removed a third. It used to be four columns when you logged in. Okay. And the farthest column to the right was the chat column. And now they've moved the chat down to the bottom, just like Hangouts, which they're doing a lot of things like Google. But so it gave me more real estate to actually see what was going on Mm -hmm. um, in my feeds, which I really liked. Um, that was one of the things. They did a couple of other things so I was like, Oh, that's that's a little bit better. But I think it for me it's just I'm tired of them having so much control over well, and, and what the happens thing is, on my feet. I know,
1: and I get disappointed when like Facebook Live takes off and I'm like, ah, Periscope was doing that so well and then Facebook because they have such a user base, institutes Periscopian features and all of a sudden, you know, they own it because that's where everybody still is, you know. No. And it's just like
2: I know <laughs> <laughs> uh. I have, like, the worst relationship with this website. It's an abusive
1: relationship. It really is. You stay with them even though they hurt you time and time again. Like, it's an, it really is. That like makes
2: me want to leave even more. Right?
1: No, I'm I'm telling you.
2: What if I delete it right now?
1: <laughs> no. I mean, hey, you are your own person. You can do I would hate for you to make a rash decision that you would regret.
2: But I don't think this is rash.
1: <laughs> it's been coming for a while. There's huh?
2: been a many, many years of me hating on this website. I just, I want to be done with Facebook.
1: Yeah, there just needs to be some... There needs to be Um, a one place that is non-invasive, non-ad-based, that just mm, kind of connects us to each other. Like Google. Oh, yeah.
2: Except for no one's there. (laughs) Shoe the Dough is a show that we do because of you.
1: (laughs) That was nice. Thank you. That's rhymed. Uh, You are listening to Shoe the Dough in audio format, but we actually are actual corporeal beings. What does that mean? It means we have bodies, like we exist in human bodies.
2: Corporeal, okay.
1: Corporeal. Uh, And that means if you come to see us, you will actually see our bodies. Wait, that's (laughs) weird. That's not... What are you talking about? I'm just saying...
2: Corporeal, (laughs) an adjective of or relating to a person's body, especially as opposed to their spirit... See? Whoa. Thank you.
1: You may just think we're disembodied voices, but no, we're corporeal. <laughs> uh, if you want proof, we're going to do another live show uh, again in November. And if you want to come out, uh, we're planning on having a great time, doing some you know live podcasts, taking some Q&A, uh, and just having some kind of live in the room fun.
2: We did this last November. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing this again November 4th in Springfield, Missouri, at the Classic Rock Coffee. It'll be in the evening hours details still to kind of come out Mm -hmm. as far as like what artist is going to be singing and performing and all that will kind of reveal itself um when we figure that out
1: so come (laughs) check out our bodies so in november
2: so weird
1: (laughs) that is what it is uh we're gonna play some would you rather shoe the dough style which means we have to agree on an answer before we move on to the next would you rather question mm-hmm. uh so we will take turns and we do have a live audience so if you have a would you rather question feel free to put that in the chat we will get to those uh, as quickly as we can there have already been a couple should we start with those one i don't think we want to talk about
2: i don't know what you're talking about a would you rather question i missed it
1: oh would you rather have hillary clinton be your president or donald trump be your president
2: oh hmm <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting question.
1: <laughs> I don't know. See, this is the beautiful thing. Here's how I would answer it. The beautiful thing about that, would you rather, mm-hmm. is you don't have to vote for one of those two. Moving on. <laughs> you can vote for anybody you want. That's
2: not how would you rather works. But thank no, you true. for trying to get us to talk about politics.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, today why don't you kick us off?
2: Would you rather spend a day with Taylor Swift or Beyonce?
1: Ooh, Taylor Swift or Beyonce. <laughs> that is Taylor Swift.
2: I chose Beyonce. What?
1: Mm. (laughs) Really, Beyonce?
2: Yeah, really, Beyonce. Why? Really, Taylor Swift? Yeah. Why?
1: (laughs) I don't know. She seems like she has more fun. What? Beyonce seems a little stuck up to me.
2: Queen Bey?
1: Yeah, like a little bit. Like, yeah, I just don't know that I would hang well.
2: Well, but like Taylor feels approachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor feels
1: approachable to me. Hmm. Like, I feel like I can be friends with Taylor Swift. I really do. Like, I think that's one of her gifts, is like she feels like she's everybody's friend. Beyonce feels a little like.
2: That's why I choose Beyonce. Is that why? Because if I became actual friends with Beyonce, I think that's pretty amazing, whereas everyone's friends with Taylor. <laughs>
1: uh, that's actually a fair point. But <laughs> it think... doesn't say be friends, it says spend the day with, right? Well, it's true.
2: There's no guarantee. In fact, it's probably more likely that we will embarrass ourselves terribly and never be <laughs> invited back
1: right so I think as it's spend the day with like I feel like I'd be more bored if I spent the day with Beyonce whereas if I spent the day with Taylor Swift I feel like she would acknowledge my existence and we could you know have some fun
2: that's interesting I just think a conversation with Beyonce would be more interesting than Taylor Mm. in what way
1: no 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 in what way I'm interested to hear like what what you guys would talk about I'd
2: like to hear about you know like her she's gone through so much okay you know she's married she's got a kid now and there's just all these things happening in her life. She's getting like a lot of more independent, and in what she's putting. Well, she's been independent for a long time, mm-hmm. but you know, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. her her music is really making splashes and waves, and how she's talking about life. And
1: so you feel like there's more depth there, more depth to mind, like don't in a conversation. Say that no, 100%. I don't mean a deeper person, but yeah, I'm, I'm not saying a deeper person. I mean like there's more to talk about because she's had more life experience in in different ways. And 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 this makes sense to me. And maybe this is the reason we'll agree on Beyonce. I would I would. I would guess I would learn more from Beyonce than I would from Taylor. Like she, Beyonce, would be able to teach I think me more. That's
2: what I feel in a
1: conversation with her.
2: And I want to have that kind of conversation more than I want to, you know, just kind of have a fun day with Taylor.
1: All right, we're spending the day with Beyonce. Ha
2: ha ha ha! Your turn.
1: Would you rather have a stomach ache or have a headache?
2: Oh. A simple question.
1: You have to pick one. They are the same degree. Oh. So if it's a light headache, it's a light stomachache. If it's a bad headache, it's a bad stomachache. Okay. So would you rather have a stomachache or have a headache?
2: Ooh, a stomachache.
1: Man, this episode's going to take a while.
2: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> Why would you rather have a stomachache? I
2: think I can handle them better than a headache. See,
1: I was thinking I could handle a headache better.
2: Well, maybe like, this is why we shouldn't have to agree, Erin. We are
1: different people. <laughs> that is true. With that different true.
2: physiological things going on.
1: Listen, we didn't make the rules.
2: As somebody Wait, who has did. lived with IBS her whole life, <laughs> I deal with intestinal pains like you would not believe, and I have come to manage it very well. I have a high pain tolerance. So Whereas it's like like the, migraine stuff,
1: sure. like the migraine stuff is
2: it, yeah, it more unmanageable. Yeah, because you have to turn the lights down. I guess,
1: yeah, and... I guess I was thinking with a headache, I know what to do. Like I take a pill, you know. Like I take an Advil, and I'll close my mm. eyes. You know, mm. with a stomach ache, I don't know. Like I don't know how to get rid of that. Like I don't know how to treat that. I mean, there's <laughs> certainly some drugs out there. You know, some Pepto that kind of certainly stuff. Certainly, drugs.
2: But <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pharmaceuticals, if you will.
2: There's drugs for all the kinds of things.
1: But but yeah, I would be I would be more clueless on like how to make this stop. You know, so I don't
2: know. Headaches be- are awful though. That is true. Stomach aches are also awful. They can be. Hmm. What I'm you, sticking with stomach, man, because okay. here's the other thing. Stomach, probably going to work itself out digestionally, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> probably just going to... It's a. It's, Did you, it's just got to flow out eventually, you know? That's
1: amazing. Headache, you uh, don't
2: know. You don't know Basically, why. what you're
1: saying is you can't poop a headache.
2: You can't <laughs> poop a
1: headache. That's exactly what I'm saying. I can agree with that.
2: <laughs> Yay! would you rather have your secret lair be in the side of a cliff or underwater
1: side of a cliff or underwater uh i would rather my secret lair be
2: oh i forgot to tell you guys the percentages on other people
1: oh did you want to i remember the headache one it was 52 percent headache would was it yeah i would rather have a headache
2: um so we
1: ended up in the minority it was on that 50, one
2: 50 50 for beyonce and oh Taylor, wow by the way right down the line that was really interesting like
1: like i mean there certainly there were a few votes difference even though they they were at 50 percent.
2: unfortunately i don't remember the oh, okay
1: one. okay okay so i would have to say would
2: you rather have your secret layer be underwater or on the side of a cliff
1: i'm gonna have to say on a side of a cliff
2: I said underwater. <gasps>
1: no, you did not I
2: did. I literally did you
1: just blew my mind. you just I know. blew my mind. I have no who are you? okay. how listen this is so nice ninety percent of the reason I chose side of a cliff is because I didn't want to have the <laughs> argument about underwater.
2: are you serious?
1: I- there's no way you would have your secret layer underwater,
2: okay. I had to think about this one. You want to know like why I was really quiet earlier? Uh-huh part of it was having to work this one out.
1: Really? Yeah,
2: because it was that paralyzing for me. Like, which one is the one that I would go with? And I ultimately decided that if it's a secret underground layer, Uh that if it's on the side of a cliff, it's not secret. But underwater... Well, it's by definition secret. Well, I guess also... Uh, I
1: I think it's in the side of the cliff, Your
2: layer. It doesn't have to be secret. Your layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. So you want it to be more hidden.
2: I wanted it to be more hidden, and I thought maybe there was a way... To just make sure that there was like a shark barrier.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's called building it on land.
2: <laughs> if that's your concern. But, but a cliff, you're constantly looking at falling and thinking about what's underneath you. As opposed to drowning? As opposed to what's, you know, like above you. <laughs> that's awful. I don't know. I'm changing it to cliff. Yeah, There's you just are. There's no way. Listen. There's no way I can do it. we were it. headed there. I really did think I was going to be okay underwater, but... I'm glad you no. talked it out.
1: No, there's you. You wouldn't be. Uh, it's it's good that other people can can know you that there well.
2: There are some um, hotels and homes that are built on cliff sides. Okay, it is fascinating and absolutely terrifying. And
1: also underwater, there are homes and hotels that are built underwater as well.
2: Equally scary.
1: It is. It is interesting. Um, caves, different different places. Like, that that really appeals to me. I like the idea of, like, extreme living. And I don't mean, like, that the living itself is... But I mean, like, uh, extreme geographical living. Like, you know, where you live. I, I think of, like...
2: That's why he lives in a house in the Ozarks. <laughs> That's right. It's very extreme.
1: Hey, but we do this from a bunker. That's right. That's right we do. Um, but I think of, like, those... What are they called? The small, The small homes movement mm-hmm. or the tiny homes. I think they call it the tiny homes movement or whatever. Where you've got, like, a fuselage of a jet... Or something, and you just turn yeah. it into well, a
2: it's silos yeah. or water towers. My
1: parents actually are uh, retiring right now. They're going through retirement, and they've set it up. Long story, I'll make it short. They've set it up. They basically can live in resorts, you know, during their during their retirement because they have so many vacation points or whatever. But for about you know a month or two of the year, they're going to live in a log cabin in Indiana that they've built on their parents' property, on my Whoa. mom's parents' property. So, and it's just, and they're there right now. They're actually staying there right now. And like, it had to have certain rules to not be considered a home so they don't have to pay like house taxes on it. So, that's it why can, there's no bathroom. That, that's exactly right. There's, yeah, they can't have a I think they can't have indoor water or yep. those kind of things.
2: That's legit. So, yeah. That's legit.
1: It really is. So, I, that's kind of, so see, that's where it comes from for me, I think, too, is this idea of, you know, like, where's living the most in,
2: extreme place you would live then? Like, would
1: live? Yeah. I think I'd live just about anywhere. Underwater. I would absolutely live underwater. You would? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I'd Yeah, I'd live in a tiny, you know, I'd live like in a fuselage of a jet plane. I read or,
2: this really great uh, novel called something about mermaids. Okay. And they had this whole underground world. Was I it would called, live there.
1: Was it called Splash?
2: No. <laughs> no, it wasn't.
1: Did it star Channing Tatum <laughs> as a merman? Stop it.
2: It is not happening.
1: It is happening. Would you rather be barefoot for the rest of your life or wear Crocs for the rest of your life?
2: Oh, man.
1: Be barefoot for the rest of your life or wear Crocs for the rest of your life?
2: I wear Crocs. Uh, I think that's the right answer. Well, yeah, I had it's to the struggle right with answer. it too. Do you know how but, hot it is outside right now? It is very hot. Do you mm-hmm. know how what happens when the sun shines on metal? Let me tell you, it heats <laughs> up the metal. And right? when I stepped out of my back porch yesterday, my bare foot was right on the threshold where like, the metal covers, like the doorway, the door frame. Uh-huh. And I just stepped on it, and it like burned my foot.
1: Yeah, like you left part of your foot there. It like, was it awful. Melted the skin. Yeah. No, I've I've been there.
2: Had that not happened, I may have struggled more.
1: I, uh, listen, that is exactly it. There's just, you have, there are times when you have to have something on your feet for safety purposes. You just, you just have to. And yet 58% of people said they'd rather be best barefoot for the rest of their life.
2: Chats backing it up right now in our live chat.
1: That they'd rather be barefoot than wear Crocs for the rest of their life. Yes. I think that's an unpractical answer. Impractical, I, uh, I should say. I I get it. Like you yes. hate Crocs, you hate how they look, whatever, but
2: Practically, I, you do need to wear You a gotta shoes.
1: have footwear at times. I mean you just do.
2: Even if they
1: You won't be you know, you won't be able to go into you know lots of buildings. You
2: know what? I what? must say though, just total curiosity about 8 months ago I went to Crocs website, super cute shoes.
1: Uh-huh, see. That's the other thing. Crocs may make a turn and make They've
2: already made the turn. They're see? not all looking like garden shoes. There you go. But I have never worn Crocs, so I can't really knock them too much. I just don't like the way that they look. Unless you're like a per, somebody who has to work and stand your feet a lot, then they're, yeah. apparently they're really, really good. They yeah, a lot of nurses, mm-hmm. a lot of
1: nurses will you know wear that kind of shoe and totally get it. But yeah, I think that's the right answer.
2: Um, so here's something interesting that happened. Okay, I had all my questions opened up, but now that I'm going back and clicking on my suspended tabs that yeah. have these questions, yeah. It's changing them.
1: Oh, they're different questions?
2: So that's just very interesting. So I have no idea what is about to happen.
1: (laughs) Do you want me to go with my next one? Yeah. All right. Would you rather lose your mind or lose your significant other?
2: Whoa. Both are permanent. (gasps) That's awful.
1: Would you rather... Ladies and gentlemen, the beauty of Would You Rather
2: It's like that's like selfish or selfless.
1: Is it? Which yeah. one is which one is self? I guess
2: there's If I said I want my husband to die so that uh-huh. I can keep my brain, that's pretty selfish.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know that death is necessarily. Lose your significant other could mean like, you know He's like... just in the woods? Yeah. Like go on. Like, All right, well don't... then
2: I'll lose my significant other. <laughs> well that doesn't mean it has to be easy. Is that, that
1: easy. your answer?
2: That's my answer. <laughs>
1: I'm actually with you. Uh, It sounds awful when you first say it, except for here's the thing. If you lose your mind, you lose both. From your your perspective, you lose both. And you're adding pain to your significant other's life when you lose your mind. This is where I came out on the logic end of it was if you pick lose your mind, you end up losing both.
2: I just want to let you know your wife is in the chat right now. (laughs) She said you better pick carefully. I don't think it's the right thing, man. I listen. Certainly, she can understand my saying, logic. I'm just Does saying. Does she want to live with a crazy
1: Aaron? Like she doesn't. She doesn't want to deal with that.
2: <sighs> yeah, that's the part that I struggle with. Is like, like it, I no longer. Have and I will no longer know who facilities. she is.
1: Yeah, I won't know who she is. It's I like won't...
2: Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's you know? exactly
1: what I thought. Like you know,
2: it's like would you would you like to have immediate Alzheimer's or? Yeah. Or have your spouse lost for hopefully just a minute. (laughs) That's
1: not what it says. (laughs) It's a tough one. (laughs) My wife says, I do live with crazy Aaron. It's true. fair point. That's a fair point. Possibly I've already answered this question and have lost my mind. Would you
2: rather master every programming language or master every spoken language?
1: Ooh. Uh, Spoken language.
2: Uh, spoken language. Ding, 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 ding.
1: Yeah, I think uh, there is something beautiful about being able to communicate in every spoken language, right? Like, how amazing would that be?
2: Hello, spoken here.
1: <laughs> wow. he did not just, is that Sandy Patty? I think so. Loving any language? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> It just popped Who gets into my head. that reference? It just popped into my head. Shatem,
1: Teamo, amo, dafivivafnufne.
2: I didn't know that.
1: I, didn't, I don't know that third one. I don't one. remember
2: that. Uh, that's how the song uh, 78% starts, agree with us. I just feel like it'd be, it'd be awesome to be able to talk to anyone and communicate right, with them. That's
1: exactly right. Like I get that, that speaking in every like programming language means you'd have some like real life skills, make some real monies. But, um, but man, there's something And honestly to speak in every spoken language would, you could still, you know, make a lot of money doing translations and different kind of things, especially if you spoke fluently. I like how
2: you're really going, which one makes more money? Well, yes. It it plays into it.
1: It does play into it. But speaking more languages is cooler. I mean, it's just
2: part of my reason for not wanting to speak every programming language is I just don't want the responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean?
1: Responsibility. It just
2: seems like then I would have to do something with that knowledge. Like, that's what you go to school for. You study (laughs) your whole life. To become a programmer and create all these different things. But then, like, oh, maybe I can make my own apps and I wouldn't have to, like, hire anybody. But I don't have time. I don't have That's time right. to do That's that. That's right. I have time to just oh, I'd talk to people. I'd
1: much rather know, like, you know, if I'm at Disney World and I can just listen in on people's conversations from other countries and stuff and know what they're saying. Oh, so you're going to become have... a
2: creepo eavesdropper. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> well, yes. The first step is creepo eavesdropper. Second step is building international bridges. Oh, I see. See, then you get to join in those conversations. And I think you can really you know, kind of uh, build some understanding between cultures.
2: Uh, in the chat, programming language won't help in a power outage. Also true. Also true. Delta
1: knows. <laughs> would you rather have your elbow joints facing the opposite direction or have your knees facing backwards?
2: Okay. Why?
1: <laughs> the why is not the question. It's would you rather is the question. Okay. Your elbow joints facing the opposite direction or your knees facing backwards?
2: Uh, I think I would probably go knees. Yeah, because I think the elbow joint would move my hand's ability to that's function. That's right. Correctly. That's what I
1: thought. We are way in the minority. Are Fi- really, fifty-seven percent would rather have their elbow joints facing the opposite direction. I guess because th- they feel like they couldn't walk. But why couldn't you walk if you your would knees still You'd be still able to a- walk? Kangaroos do it. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, but like that's how that's how they're built. That's their function. Frogs
1: do it. Wait. The jumping animals do. I bet <gasps> we'd be able to jump. Oh, Like, even yeah. higher.
2: Didn't this happen in Men in Black, where there was some person that was super normal looking, and then their joints, like, <laughs> Could be. cracked the back the wrong way, and then yeah. they jumped up? Yeah. It'd be like that.
1: Yeah. That does sound like something from Men in Black.
2: I think it this, I mean, think this
1: one is obvious. And it doesn't
2: mean that your hands are facing the wrong, the up, uh, going backwards. Your feet are going backwards. Then it's just the joint is yeah. moved around. So I think you would just learn to rewalk, and you'd be fine, and that Absolutely. would be fine. But but when your elbow joints, joints turn, the joint, yeah, the elbow your hand joints, turns. Yeah. So I just don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like it would be. You could probably hide it too. Like if you didn't want people to know that you had backwards knee joints, <laughs> wear a lot of skirts. You know, nobody would know.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that advice i'll I'll take that on.
2: They totally <laughs> would You'd be walking on the road and you've had you, like instead of your knees coming out the front, they'd be <laughs> swooshing in the back. It'd be so weird.
1: That person is having problems.
2: <laughs> this person has lots of problems. Did you find another one? Yes, would you rather have the sense of smell like a dog
1: okay. which is
2: pretty powerful okay in case you forgot or the eyesight of an eagle
1: oh, easy for me eyesight of an eagle.
2: Okay. I was thinking dog. Mm. I was thinking dog.
1: Why were You you tell me why you were thinking dog.
2: I love my (laughs) dog.
1: That's what I figured.
2: (laughs) They're so cute. They're little noses. All right.
1: So (laughs) let's get past past Maddie and Patronus and Cujo. All right? (laughs) Let's get past your puppers.
2: No, I would totally pick eyesight of an eagle. Great. It
1: makes more sense, right? I have
2: terrible eyesight. I would love to be able to see clearly. (laughs) practically I don't know that I want to smell the smell that's what I'm
1: saying why would I want that good of sense of smell what would I do with it and it seems like it caused more problems than Probably solutions would be able,
2: you'd be able to tell like which one of your children was in which room upstairs with a sense oh, of now, smell
1: and now you're actually now you're actually convincing you me that see they're that right because you you you, you would know things you couldn't see
2: right because you you would be able to smell it mm. and dogs have incredible incredible smells you would also be able to hunt things like you know, if you smelled some, like, a piece of clothing, you could probably, you know, hunt mm-hmm. it down.
1: Hmm. <laughs> and
2: likely, the smell wouldn't...
1: I'm still going eyesight.
2: ...get to you. Like, for a dog, they can smell trash, and it's no big deal. I wonder, How is that? A human, How is
1: stronger smell make awful smells not awful? Well, I think I it, don't just, understand they, it,
2: it doesn't... It's just because it's the their same. environment.
1: Oh, is it like when you have a pet? Like when we had a dog, our house had a dog smell, but we never smelled it.
2: Yeah, unless like we that, hadn't maybe. been there for
1: a while, and then you walk in and you're like, "Oh, our house does have a, a pet smell."
2: That's my house every day. <laughs> Walking into my living but room. But
1: is that what you're talking? Like it, because you're so because you're so enveloped by those smells,
2: it doesn't bother it you. It doesn't
1: bother much. you as much because you've just incorporated it That's into what your I'm own assuming. environment.
2: I just don't know that I want to smell that. Yeah, I don't know that I would. I think it'd be distracting. Whereas eyesight would be super useful, like you yes. want to zoom in and see something that's like super far away. Oh my away. goodness, I
1: can't imagine.
2: Isn't that how it works? They just have like yeah, a little zoom. Yeah, they have a little zoom. Actually, they there. just
1: use that thing that the, the the movies use. They just say enhance, and all of a sudden, pixelated things become clear. Oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. Enhance. That's all it takes.
2: We have to a find huge, Jason huge, in the crowd. huge TV right now. Well, uh-huh. it's not that big. Yeah. Compared to TVs now, but it's well, like fifty. I don't know. Okay. I I don't think it's that big.
1: Okay. Probably so, like a 42 then.
2: And it has just the word Netflix on it mm-hmm. from watching Stranger Things yesterday, finishing up the series. Nice. I closed my right eye. Netflix, totally blurry. I couldn't even like, it was all blurry. And then the next- You couldn't
1: even read it on a it was your so giant hard. television? Yeah.
2: And it was like right there. I have terrible eyesight. So I need to go get lasered.
1: <laughs>
2: nice. I don't know if that would actually solve problems. Hey,
1: s- hey, uh- it- so quickly, Stranger Things finished up all right for you. Did you enjoy it all the way through?
2: I can't Since talk you about that it? until Sif Pop.
1: Uh, okay, we'll wait till our pop culture podcast. All right, fine. Sorry. Uh, is it my turn? It is your turn. Would you rather be unable to experience sadness, or be unable to experience anger?
2: Aren't they the same thing? No, it's all the same Sad stuff. Is- Happiness is in there, it's there too. It's all the same. Danae's
1: world. <laughs> it's all it's the emotion. same. Emotion. It's emotion.
2: Okay, so what, what are we trying to, to figure out here? Would
1: you rather be unable to experience sadness? You'd never be sad again. Okay. Or be unable to experience anger? You'd never be angry again.
2: Which one do I fear more? <laughs> do I fear my anger streak more or my sadness streak more? Oh, they're both horrible. <laughs> but yet have purpose. I don't. It's know. good that you
1: can recognize that there's purpose in emotion, even I though you don't saw like it. Inside Out, <laughs> right? In
2: fact, I'm looking at the Inside Out caricatures uh-huh. that are on the wall of the there studio, and that's helping me.
1: Sadness. How can or you get anger? rid of sadness? You're gonna Look have at her to get face. rid of one of them.
2: And feel like anger is important. It's a nice self-defense mechanism. You mm-hmm. need it. Okay. To, to I like I experience righteous anger. I'm I'm getting rid of sadness.
1: She's getting rid of sadness. <laughs> I think you should get rid of anger. What? I think anger is more destructive. Well, long-term. yeah, that's why you said that. Sadness it. sadness. <laughs> you gotta protect yourself.
2: <laughs> if everybody's walking around that can't have any anger, what's gonna happen? <laughs> Somebody's gotta stand up for what's right around here and <laughs> get passionately upset about something.
1: No, you're right. No, anger does serve a purpose. Absolutely. But I think sadness serves a greater purpose. I think sadness leads to empathy. I think it leads to the ability to connect with people in a deeper way. I think anger, on the other hand, like you said, it can lead to righteousness. It can lead to justice, which are important things. But I just, I feel like sadness is more important to hold on to. I can't imagine a world where I I wasn't able to be sad about something. That Mm. seems really really rough Mm,
2: this is good see here's my problem i've lived my whole life trying to ignore (laughs) sadness so it's easier for me to just be like sure we'll we'll just keep forgetting about her until the last couple of years and i blame movies and you (laughs)
1: thanks
2: (laughs) um but yeah i've been getting more kind of in touch with being able to feel emotion and like and sadness is part of that still don't like it i know you don't i'd rather get mad at it (laughs) so i'm sticking with anger
1: ah (laughs) I don't know if I'm more sad or angry about that decision.
2: <laughs> How crazy to think of a world where nobody was ever angry.
1: I sounds, It sounds better to me than a world where nobody was ever sad.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take a big sacrifice here, and I will get rid of sadness.
1: There you go. Uh, no, get rid of anger. <laughs> Wait. You did that on purpose. That was like an Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> you tricked me. You tricked me. That
2: was really funny for me. Uh,
1: By the way, 53% of people would rather be unable to experience sadness, so they agree with you.
2: Mm, 87% were the eagle eyes.
1: Of course. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you got
2: one more? Would you rather sound like Kermit or Miss Piggy?
1: Mm, Is it permanent?
2: Let's say it's permanent.
1: Okay, I permanently have to sound like Kermit (laughs) the Frog or Miss Piggy. I would much rather permanently sound like Kermit the Frog.
2: Oh, yeah. How does anybody pick Piggy? (laughs) Yeah, 86% said yeah. Let's Kermit the Frog here. Although they're both equally annoying. In small well, they're, doses, Their voices, yeah. I like Kermit's voice better. I feel like Miss Piggy's is just a little bit over the top for me.
1: What's interesting is I feel like Miss Piggy's voice is actually more normal than Kermit's. Hmm. Like it's just it's it's kind of like a dude doing like a female voice kind of voice. Which I mean, I think literally it is yeah. a dude do- doing a f- <laughs> yeah. female voice, but it, there's there's something pretty simple about it. But Kermit's is you know a lot more strange to me. But I think it's it's more pa- uh, palatable
2: Palp- to the ear. Palpitable.
1: Palpitable. No, that's different.
2: Palpitable.
1: Palpitations.
2: Uh corporeal.
1: Corporeal.
2: Corporeal. All right,
1: one more, Danae, okay. and we'll finish it. Finish it off. All right, here it is. <laughs> Would you rather eat Burger King's new Whopperito or? Their new mac and cheese inside of Cheetos. Their Cheetos mac and cheese.
2: What are you talking about? I so, don't even know what these things are.
1: Burger King is releasing a Whopperito, which is basically a Whopper in a tortilla shell instead of on a bun.
2: So it's so a it's taco. Go- <laughs> well, it's a burrito. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yes, kind of.
2: Is it brown
1: Well, no, it's, I think it's slices of their patties. So,
2: so, so- let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. They've taken a patty, they've burgered it they've they did burger it up and then they I just so. chop it and then they put it into a tortilla yeah, yeah. bun and all and all the toppings. No, no, no,
1: not the bun, but all the toppings. Okay.
2: All right. So, so that's the
1: Waparito and then the mac and cheese thing is they put mac and cheese inside of Cheetos.
2: How is that possible?
1: <laughs> it's two thousand and sixteen.
2: No, really, how is this possible? Our scientists get, can do like, anything. Sausage casings made of
1: Our scientists were so preoccupied preoccupied with whether they could they didn't stop and think about whether they should that's deep that's my movie quote for the day
2: these both sound really gross
1: <laughs> well would you rather which would you rather
2: gotta pick one um how many do I have to eat how much do I have to eat the whole thing
1: uh yeah let's go with the whole thing
2: uh, what's the portion size
1: uh well the whopper mm-hmm. you know is this you know? I some,
2: don't get the Whopper. I never burger. get a Whopper. Is it? It's huge? It's a big burger.
1: Yeah, it's a big burger. Okay. And the mac and cheese and Cheetos. I think there's you know like six of them.
2: I'll do that one. <laughs> Whatever I can get through quickest. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't about flavor for me at all. Oh,
1: it's absolutely about flavor for me. Like there's just too many, uh, too many sauces and ingredients mm-hmm. on the Whopper. I'd have to get it plain. So it'd just be like the burger and cheese in a Gross. tortilla shell. yeah. It doesn't sound
2: good at all. No.
1: But the mac and cheese, I dig mac and cheese and I dig Cheetos, so I'd give it a try. They're both cheesy flavors. We have pictures of the Waporito and the mac and cheese in the chat. That's
2: exciting. Click on it. Click right. on right. it. Click right. on right. it. Click right. on all all right. it. Click right. on it. Click on it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold for for on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
1: There's the Waporito.
2: With a pickle and everything. on
1: and let's see. Did it have
2: did it have sour cream on it too? Did it?
1: I don't know. It's got something in there. It's onions. I think those oh, are onions. Okay. There's the Mac and Cheetos.
2: So that. it is, it's like a casing.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, it's a Cheeto, it's Mac it's and kind cheese of inside like, of a Cheeto. It's,
2: it's like well but that's not a that's just like Cheeto's. It is breading. Cheeto's
1: brand. As Cheetos. That makes brand. it a real Cheeto. That's like saying a double stuff Oreo isn't a real Oreo. Just because it's a different type.
2: That's a different casing. That's not well, a that's Cheeto fine. casing. Like that
1: that's But it's made by Cheetos. <laughs> so it by definition is a Cheeto. I'm glad we chose the Cheetos myself. Oh, are you gonna try it? I would love to. Really? Yeah, I would love to. I just I just don't often find myself at Burger King. I don't so. either. Yeah,
2: And yet they are still going strong.
1: Yep, Guess they don't need our business.
2: Burger King is like the Kmart of...
1: <sighs> that is so true. Somewhere <laughs> i never go that somehow still exists. Yeah. Thanks so much for Shoe in the Dough with us today. Shoe the Dough is part of the Shoe the Dough podcast network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough. That's M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Shoe the Dough. You can find out more about us, Aaron and Danae, at ErinAndDanae.com. A uh, huge thanks to Admiral Akbar today for doing the intro. Well done! Round of applause Yay! for the admiral. Also, thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the intro music, uh, and of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Doe Network possible. Uh, support starts at a buck a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash the dough. Also, if you know of a podcast or have a podcast idea that you'd like to see on the network, make sure and let us know. All feedback is welcome at erinandanae at gmail.com.
0: What
1: is that? Stuff. Where does that even come from?
2: Vitha Binduwa? Come
1: on. Vitha Bindua? All right, <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: VISA! VISA Bindua! <laughs> am I, somebody. Am I missing me. something? Somebody back me that you know what that's
0: from. Yeah, we gotta get on it right away Zita Bindua! VISA Bindua! Stop it, you're scaring me. At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place.